0: Presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss Sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Brad. Logan at Logan or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C O T E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all old
1: miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So be sure and head on over to the updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Join and use the promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-50. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take the advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. That's BetOnline.ag. And Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, and also all of us at Rebels247.com. Inside the Rebels, a 247 sports affiliate, and it's been a great holiday so far. A bit of a rewind today as we take a look back at the big win over Mississippi State. The Rebels are Egg Bowl champions. And uh, as everybody's kind of excited about the Sugar Bowl, we'll look back, and I expect Ole Miss fans will enjoy the Christmas holiday. So if you're listening to this on the way uh, to a Christmas gathering, uh, whether it be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, we hope you enjoy a look back and how the Rebels took care of Mississippi State, uh, one of its rivals and it was a big win, and Ole Miss is now 2-0 and against Mike Leach and a chance to uh, maybe make it three in a row next year when the Rebels play the Bulldogs in Oxford. We're so thankful that you've been a part of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast over the last couple of months. It's been a great ride, and we could not have done it without you. If you have any questions, you can always shoot us a DM on Twitter at Brad BradLoganCOT or at Believe in Ole Miss. That's B-L-E-A-V in Ole Miss. Thanks again for everyone that subscribed uh, and rated and reviewed the podcast across all the major podcast platforms. You can get it at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and uh, pretty much anywhere that hosts podcasts. We encourage you to take a a look back at over the last couple of weeks. had some great conversations with Coach Mark Dukes about Ole Miss men's basketball. We had a great conversation last week with Brett Nordsworthy of the Ole Miss Radio Network. And then uh, the week before, we had CEO – of the All-State Sugar Bowl, Jeff Huntley was on and, and gave us some great insight about what to expect in New Orleans. Also, a couple of weeks ago, we had Jeff Purdom, who serves as CEO of the Ole Miss Alumni Association. Big, big party going on. Uh, first of all, want to let everybody know, the Ole Miss band is taking its full band to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, secondly, they will participate in the big Sugar Bowl parade that's going on on the 31st, which will be New Year's Eve day. I think it's like 3 o'clock. Uh, it's starting somewhere around Canal or Bourbon Street, just go to, uh, just Google Sugar Bowl Parade, and you should be able to pop up right there. That night, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make arrangements next week if you haven't already. Be a part of the Ole Miss Alumni Association um, New Year's Eve party, and there's also an Ole Miss Alumni Association Kickoff Party prior to kickoff in the Sugar Bowl. And all of that information, we'll get into it very detailed next week as we have some great some great guests. And we preview the Sugar Bowl that's coming up a week from Saturday. It's Ole Miss and Baylor. As it stands, the Rebels had a big win over Mississippi State this past Thanksgiving. Let's take a look back, and thanks once again to Dan Courts and Learfield Audio, along with David Kellum, Harry Harrison, Brett Norsworthy, and Richard Cross for the audio. It was Ole Miss defeating Mississippi State in this quest to win 11 games. They'll face Baylor in a, this Saturday in the All-State Sugar Bowl. We'll take a timeout. Be back with more right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe podcast network. And Merry Christmas from all of us from the Believe in Ole Miss podcast.
2: Will Rogers steps up. He wants to run. He's going to try to get there, and he's going to be down at the three-yard line, and the game comes to a grinding halt. Ole Miss 31, Mississippi State 21. The Rebels have won the 2021 Egg Bowl.
1: And that was Voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, the final call from Starkville. It's Mississippi State Falling to Ole Miss, 31-21 in the Egg Bowl. Thanks very much to the producer, Dan Quartz, Learfield Audio, and David Kellum, Harry Harrison, Richard Cross, Bretton Wordsworthy, and the crew from Starkville. We'll have the game calls for you later uh, on the first part of the show. We want to break down the stats a little bit. Let's see how this game kind of shook out in the first half versus the second half. Break down the Egg Bowl. The Rebels have now won 10 wins for the first time and program history in the regular season. That's a heck of a stat. That, 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 that's a heck of a way to go into the next year. It's a heck of a way to, to go into the recruiting cycle. You win uh, the battle for the Golden Egg. You, you win supremacy in the state of Mississippi for 365 days uh, for the remainder of the year into next year. And Lane Kiffin is now 2-0 in the Egg Bowl. And he understands this rivalry now. In the postgame, we heard from head coach Lane Kiffin, and he talked about what this game meant and how he really didn't understand it until, well, frankly, the end of the game. When there was a lot of emotions running high. When he somewhat apologized for going a little over the top. But you like that enthusiasm from a coach. Nothing untoward, but you like that enthusiasm. I thought the crowd was really good it, it was probably and please hit me up if I'm wrong I don't remember that strong of an Ole Miss crowd in the history of the Egg Bowl rivalry since it moved back to campus in 91 if I'm wrong I'm wrong I, I just don't remember seeing that many Ole Miss fans in Scott Field I, I thought the environment was great I thought Mississippi State and Leah Beasley and her entire crew does a phenomenal job from the marketing and in game and, and by the way and, and real quick, I I want to say that I had a chance to – I always uh, have a chance to visit with her. She does a great job. And she she was running ragged. And she says, Brad, I'm I'm shorthanded. Uh, she had the headset on. I, and so, uh, you know, you, you do the best you can when you're shorthanded. But I thought Leah and the whole crew did a great job. The field was great. Brandon Harden does a, does a great job. For the game itself, it was kind of a curtain call for Matt Corral. I do not expect him to return, although the tweet at the end of the game and – Lane Kiffin said, "Let's go one more year." I mean, yeah, I mean he's a first-round draft choice, and he's gone. And we'll hit the stats in just a moment. I did want to say this. I mean, Will Rogers came in; he was red hot. Will didn't play his best game, and and you know, to be fair, a lot of that was because of the Sam Williams uh, just doing a great job at defensive uh, tackle, and Scott Lashley just just Scott had his hands full. I mean, there's no indictment of Scott Lashley. Scott Scott's a really good football player that ran into a really good football player in Ole Miss and one that's going to be um, drafted really high, I think, in the NFL draft and is really good. Ole Miss has got a good defense. I mean, we I said this is the end of the game. I'll say it on the show today. It's a Louisville game. You know, Ole Miss played so well against Louisville defensively and everyone's like, well, you know, we've seen this story before and we know how it ends. Well, it, it, it didn't it did end that way. It, it just didn't. I mean, Ole Miss's defense has stepped up to the plate. One, I mean, a really good scoring defense. Uh, I, I mean, people keep saying this, but it's so true. They kept bending, but they never broke. They did. I mean, and they played well the entire game. And I, you know, not not enough's being said about AJ Finley. Not enough's being said about DeAndre Prince, Otis Reese Jr. Those are names that aren't going to show up in the stat book, but they defended a really good Mississippi State wide receiving core, one of the best uh, conglomerate receiving cores. In the SEC, and I still stand by that. I just think Ole Miss played well last night. Ole Miss was the beneficiary of a couple of calls. I'll say that. Uh, But I think, you know, people talk about the the non-face-masking call against Ole Miss. Ole Miss Miss got lucky on a couple of outside run plays when they didn't get called for holding. It kind of went both ways, and you kind of knew that was coming. I mean, SEC officiating, you're going to get it one way or the other. I thought that the game itself was called pretty clean, maybe. I mean, there are obviously some questionable calls. But officiating didn't have anything to do with the game tonight. Tonight was one on the line of scrimmage. It was one when, when Ole Miss drew up the sacks when they needed to, and Sam Williams had a couple more to add to his um, record-breaking and sacks in the year. I think he's got 12 and now, all-time sack leader in Ole Miss history in the single season. What can you say about Chance Campbell, the transfer from Maryland? Really, really good football player. Led the team in tackles last night. We'll get to the numbers in just a moment. Limited the middle of the field for Mississippi State. That You know, Makai Polk has lived on that slant route. And that linebacking core just completely took it away. Big win for Ole Miss last night. Kind of looking at the numbers. Matt Corral, kind of a one song. And I think for him it was, it was good to go out on a winning note. QBR took a pretty good hit when he threw the interception that was returned. Boy, Jet Johnson, Tupelo product. Really good football player. Read it, uh, read it nicely, intercepted Matt Corral late in the game. And that game was about to be over. It was, gosh, 31-13. And Ole Miss was driving late in the fourth quarter, and that game was over. And credit Jet Johnson and Mississippi State for keeping the game alive. Matt Corral, 26-34. of 34. Two thirty-four, one touchdown, one interception. Didn't, I mean, didn't play his best game in the world. But having the wheels back, 12 rushes, 45 yards, and the one touchdown, the long of 15, that that changed the dymanic, dynamic. But Mississippi State did a nice job of spying Matt Corral and limiting the running attack. Didn't see Henry Parrish Jr., but, but twice. And I think a lot of that was because this was a physical football game. That was one thing that Tyler Comas of 247 Sports had was sitting beside me, and you know he put on the board during our thread and said it's it's really physical, and I think that's why we saw Jared Ely and Snoop Connor so much. Ely came out early, kind of set the tone. Sixteen carries, sixty yards, not a touchdown. Doesn't jump out at you on the stats, but what Ely did, and you'll hear it on the stats, had a monster fourth down conversion when Ole Miss was up seventeen to six. Also had the big fifteen yard touchdown run. To, to to go up on the final score, thirty-one to thirteen, to put the game away. So the numbers don't jump out, but I think it's his presence and how he played when he was in the game. Snoop Connor came in in the third and fourth quarter, and uh, I mean, just kind of took over on the ground. Didn't play a ton; just kind of just did his Snoop Connor thing. A couple of touchdowns, thirteen carries for forty-nine yards. Got a little nicked up. We'll have to see if we can get some type of evaluation. He limped off, and I don't remember which leg it was, and I don't know if it was, it was an ankle or a hamstring or did, did it look like from the press box. I mean, he, he was limping, obviously, favoring one part of his lower body. So something to evaluate for the bowl game. We'll talk about that bowl game in just a moment. But the running attack, the numbers didn't pop out. It's about effectiveness. And when I say that, you look at the team stats, and Ole Miss was five for five in the red zone. I mean, that's really – that really tells the tape. The tell of the tape, you know, you two boxing matches, that sort of thing. What's the tell of the tape? Yeah, that's it, five of five. And I think whenever you can get into the red zone, and most importantly, out of the five, four were touchdowns. They didn't settle for field goals. Mississippi State settled for field goals in the first half. I think at one point they dropped three touchdown passes and then um, – will rogers overthrew one i'm not saying state gave it away but they made it awful easy for Ole Miss to, to kind of stretch their lead the bulldogs four of six in the red zone uh two or three of field goals uh, and, and, and mcleod did miss two field goals he made two and mississippi state scores the late touchdown uh, actually two late touchdowns inside the red zone so uh but the problem for Mississippi State is they did not convert when they needed to third down conversions by the way Ole Miss 11 of 18 Mississippi State only four of 14 it was pretty much a tale that that Ole Miss defense tonight or last night I should say as we record on Friday just played really well and it was a defense that once again we questioned all year long now You look at the total number of yards, Mississippi State, 420 yards. But once again, most of that coming late in the game. And Will Rogers is uh, throwing uh, late in the game when when Ole Miss was up uh, more than 10 points. So taking a look at the wide receiving room, and we knew for Ole Miss that it was going to be, how much would Jonathan Mingo play? And we remember earlier in the game, it was a huge third down play. And Mingo just, just drops the first down and it didn't come back to haunt Ole Miss, but it was a play that, that, that Jonathan Mingo normally makes. He looked good. I mean, he got hit really hard once, but he came in. He played well. Player of the game, Dontario Drummond, 14 catches, 138 yards, and he came up a little bit gimpy in the fourth quarter, and you had to think that may be a hamstring issue. He had the long of 34 yards. We'll hear the highlight from the Ole Miss Radio Network in Learfield in just a moment. Uh, how about Jerry O'Neely? Great job out of the backfield. Five uh, catches for 43 yards and had the one touchdown. Braylon Sanders, hey, look, Mississippi State, we knew that that Martin Emerson, Manuel Forbes, those boys can go now. Really good secondary. They limited Braylon Sanders one catch for 26 yards. Migo, nice to have him back if you're an Ole Miss fan. Four catches for 21 yards. Jaguar Pearson had one catch for three, and then John Rice Plumlee. Had the one catch for three yards. Great, great offensive effort by Ole Miss. Exactly what you have to have on the road. We've called his name time and time again. Chance Campbell, 12 tackles last night. Three solos and had the half uh, tackle for loss. Two quarterback hurries. I tweeted out, Chance Campbell, football player. Man, that's what he is. Jake Springer, what can you say? Transfer. Uh, From the uh, Naval Academy. Ten total tackles. Five solo. Big game. Keidron Smith. Been through a lot at Ole Miss. Nine tackles last night. Three solos. Keidron played well. Mark Robinson. One sack. One tackle for loss. Eight total tackles. Just really good. Deontay Prince followed up a nice game. You know, had the big interception last week against Vanderbilt. Seven tackles for those solos. Otis Reese. Six tackles. A.J. Finley, six. Sam Williams. Doesn't show up a ton, but my goodness, you just saw seven all night long, creating havoc in that backfield. Credited with five tackles, but had two sacks, two big sacks, and two tackles for loss. Dean Leonard with four stops. Javon Gordon, three. Tyler Knight, Two. Mac Brown, the punter, who's <laughs> lucky, and you know, I'll be honest. Brett Norsworthy and I were talking at halftime, and maybe, maybe could have got popped for targeting there <laughs> in the first half. Mac Brown, two tackles, big time defensive effort for Ole Miss. The Bulldogs had some success early running the football. Credit uh, Jakevious Marks, eight carries, 45 yards. Dylan Johnson, really hard runner, five carries, 26 yards. But that is just not the the crux of their offense. They go to the air. Will Rogers, who came in as hot as any quarterback in the country, really, almost did a great job, limiting him to only 336 yards through the air, one touchdown, and about 100 of that came in the fourth quarter when he really didn't matter. 38 of 58, 336, one touchdown. Great job by D.J. Durkin, and Chris Partridge, the entire defensive staff. Through the air, no no surprise here. One of the, I think, all SEC should be receivers in Mekhi Polk. He is really good. Ten catches, 98 yards. Ole Miss had a hard time stopping him. Tulu Griffin had been injured, Honestly, for most of the last, what, last couple of games. And Tulu had, in fact, one drive when Mississippi State would score uh, to go uh, to cut the lead to uh, 31-13. to Griffin had some nice catches. Five catches for 77 yards. Also had some, some nice kickoff returns. He's a good kick returner. After that, we didn't see a lot. Malik Heath, one catch, five yards. Austin Williams, two catches, 24 yards. You know, that's... Uh, Mississippi State really needed big production from Malik Heath and, and, and um, Austin Williams, and, and they didn't get that. And credit Ole Miss, but they just didn't get it. Jaden Wally had a decent game, five catches, 41 yards, one touchdown. It was just a good game by the Ole Miss defense. And they did a great job holding Mississippi State. Only 336, three thirty-six through the air. So what's next? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with what happens with Alabama next week in the SEC championship game. Do they beat Georgia? Do they lose to Georgia? I think if Alabama loses to Georgia, I think the Sugar Bowl takes Alabama, the second-best team in the SEC. I think if Alabama makes the college football playoff, Ole Miss is New Orleans bound. And I'll be honest with you, Ole Miss will take 30,000 people to the Sugar Bowl. It's just something about the Sugar Bowl dating back to when Archie Manning played and Ole Miss went to those – Sugar Bowls, and I'm talking like Archie played in the Sugar Bowl. I think he did. Yes, I think he did. And it's just Ole Miss always travels well to New Orleans. Now, if it's the Peach Bowl, I expect Ole Miss to take $20,000. it will be a big game. It's Access Bowl. But if it's the Sugar Bowl, you can go ahead and bet. Ole Miss will absolutely cover New Orleans up. And I would think, I've been told, that representative of the Sugar Bowl would love to have Ole Miss. It's been a great year. There was a report out early yesterday that, that a contract extension had been given or offered to Lane Kiffin, and that contract is on his desk. Numbers, I think it's pure speculation, so please, it's pure speculation at this point. In upwards of seven, incentive-laden contract of $7 million, maybe $8 million. I think there's a chance for a staff pay grade as well pay upgrade the jobs you have to look at now what happens with LSU Dave Aranda has signed a Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports reporting that Dave Aranda has signed a big contract to stay at Baylor what happens at LSU is Billy Napier going to Florida is Billy Napier going to LSU if Billy Napier goes to Florida who does LSU look at do they look at Lane Kiffin now? Is Manny Diaz retained at Miami? Do they look at possibly Mario Cristobal? Do they give Manny Diaz one more year? I think if you're Keith Carter, you want the obviously the contract to be signed as soon as possible, but to credit Keith, he does things the right way. He's handled this great. First, he hires a head coach that now has the best winning percentage. It's Johnny Vaught. Yeah, that's right. I looked it up in the wee hours of the morning. He's number five in all-time winning percentage at Ole Miss. He's number one since Johnny Vaught coached his last game in 1973. Ole Miss won 10 games for the first time in program history. You want to do your best to keep the dude you got. And I think I think athletic director Keith Carter is going to do just that. You would hope, if you're an Ole Miss fan, to get this contract Stuff put away pretty soon. But Jimmy, Sexton, the agent, Lane Kiffin, it's not their first rodeo. They're looking to get paid. And you know what? Probably deserve it. Oh Miss is a good job. It's a really good job. It's a hard job, but it's a really good job. And I think Lane Kiffin's proving that. Matt Barry for ESPN made a great comment. I kind of agreed with him. He basically said, you know, everybody's expecting Lane Kiffin to bolt from Ole Miss. What if Lane Kiffin thinks he can win long-term at Ole Miss? What if he thinks it's a good spot for him? I don't know. I've never asked Lane Kiffin that. I don't know that Matt Barry has. What I do know is this dude wins. And at the end of the day, we could talk about recruiting. We can talk about high school recruiting and stars and – transfer portal and juco transfers they put a heck of a defense together and capitalized that with what matt luke left the uh left in in, in regards to players which was a lot they turned this into a really good football team that won a whole lot of games I want to remind you that inside the rebels an affiliate of 247 sports is chock full of information and the good news, it's all behind a paywall, and you can get everything you want for 75% off on a huge Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale all throughout the weekend. It's really simple. Just go to Inside the Rebels, the 247 Sports Affiliate, and uh, sign up today, and you get 75% off for an entire annual subscription. The good part about it is recruiting is hot and heavy. We talked about how Lane is and his staff recruit differently. Well, you know, everybody... is is kind of chiming in and and doing a great job covering recruiting on that site. There's some great updates right now by Chris Brooks uh, and also David Johnson as recruiting is about to absolutely take off. Currently right now I think there's eight particular stories, whether it be video, um, whether it be game balls. There's all types of content from the Egg Bowl win right now. So you can join in right now, become a VIP, and be a part of the message board community. (laughs) That Man, is really vibrant it's really popping during the games and we're excited to bring you guys all types of bowl content and so uh, I'm so grateful to be a part of the team I really am and I can't thank David enough And, and between David, Chris and Tyler and, and by the way there's there's more news to come just stay tuned and log on to 24-7 sports and join us over at Inside the Rebels it's been a great run also I want to say a special thank you to Dan Kortz who's been great producer for the Ole Miss Network at uh, providing highlights all season long. I also want to say a special thank you to, to my friend, Brett Norsworthy, who has been a very, very cool person to bounce ideas off of. Brett handles the pre and the post-game hosts on the Ole Miss Radio Network. And, you know, we talk a good bit during the games and I guess during the week. And it's been a great resource for this podcast. So I want to personally thank him. and I want to thank you, the listener, because this podcast was legitimately started from nothing. And it has really grown. And, and and people even last night reached out and, and talked about how they enjoy the format and that sort of thing. And I mean, that means a lot. And I mean you know, I get people all the time tell me, What about this? And and you know what? I've implemented a lot of the things that people ask me into the show. Because I do a show and I talk about things when I look them up and, and I tell you stats and, and, and we go through scoring drives and that sort of thing. I mean, that's kind of what I want to hear. And the great part about the Ole Miss beat and the great part about what Ole Miss does and and the sports program and and the different people that cover them, there's a podcast for you. And everybody's kind of different. And that's what makes it great. Because I know you listen to all of them. And you are listening to this one today. And we're so grateful that you're doing so. By the way, if you want to download your listen direct from from the Believe.com website or direct from the 247 Sports Inside the Rebels website, you can download the podcast. It's available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and in your normal podcast platforms. If you do subscribe, rate, and review, it's awful grateful of you. We appreciate that. Of course, we're always excited to, to offer up the uh, opportunity. If you'd like to be a part of the show, just shoot me an email from an advertising uh, perspective an email at brad.logan at LoganMediaNetwork.com. We'd love to have you on the team. As it stands, we'll take a timeout, come back, and hear uh, from the radio calls and hear the scoring plays as Ole Miss beats Mississippi State 31-21 in the battle for the golden egg. We'll recap it right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network.
0: It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring Honors College, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss.
1: take a look at this game it was kind of what we talked about in the first segment the Ole Miss defense made the plays it took to win the game Ole Miss took possession of the ball they won the toss elected to receive and uh, Ole Miss uh, goes down the field and Mississippi State's defense makes a big stop Ole Miss goes for it on their own uh, 34 and come up short Mississippi State gets a short field And they do the best of it, but the Rebel defense bended, but it didn't break. Only forced a Mississippi State field goal. Nolan McCord, two for four on the day. Sitting in for a injured Ruiz, connects on 34-yard field goal. The score's three to nothing. Ole Miss, in turn, drives the length of the field, stalls. uh, And Mississippi State holds Ole Miss, gets it down to the Mississippi State eight. Ole Miss elects to kick the field goal. Kill Nation. We told you that uh, Caden Costa had been suspended for the game. Did not give a reason by the university. He was suspended, and Kale Nation was the kicker. 25-yard field goal is good. Tied up the game 3-3. This is a drive in which I thought uh, the ensuing drive that Mississippi State should have scored a touchdown. But credit the Ole Miss defense. A couple of incomplete passes. And Mississippi State kicks another field goal. 29-yard field goal kick is good from Nolan McCord, 6-3. After an Ole Miss punt, turns it back over to Mississippi State. The Bulldogs drive once again the length of the field. 40-yard field goal missed by Nolan McCord. So many opportunities left on the field. That came in the second quarter with 7.46 to go. Ole Miss would get in the end zone on a one-yard run by Snoop Connor. Uh, the drive, of course, set up by a couple of big plays. 26-yard catch by Braylon Sanders, one of the bigger plays in the drive. But it was pretty much led by Matt Corral. He pretty much gutted this team all the way down to the goal line, and Snoop Connor runs in from one yard out.
2: Yard line, third down and goal. There's the snap, the handoff to Conner. He's
3: hit, he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Continue. We like the play. We like Snoop Connor on the goal line, David. This time he was hit right at the line of scrimmage. Never stopped. Kept those legs pumping.
1: Thanks once again to David Kellum, Harry Harrison, and Dan Kortzer, producer, and Learfield for that audio. And the Rebels take a 10-6 lead after the point after try is good by Kale Nation. And Ole Miss up 10-6. Uh, Mississippi State would once again go the length of the field, drop a couple of touchdown passes. At one point, dropping three passes, and Will Rogers overthrew another. And they would uh, try a field goal. The 33-yard field goal by Nolan McCord would be no good, would sell wide right. And at the end of the half, believe it or not, and many people were scratching their head, Ole Miss was winning this game 10-6, to and, and I kid you not, it felt like Mississippi State should be winning 28-3. to It really did. It felt like Mississippi State was absolutely dominating this football game, and I knew going into the second half that it would probably catch up with the Bulldogs not being able to score. Not being able to score in the first quarter, not being able to score in the second quarter, and getting big touchdowns. And they did not do that, and it would end up costing the Bulldogs. In the second half, Mississippi State would get the ball, but Ole Miss forced a punt. But the Rebels took advantage of their possession. And one of the big plays of the uh, of the drive, yeah, that's him again, Dontero Drummond, a 35-yard catch from quarterback Matt Corral.
2: Two receivers left here. He's got two backs in the backfield, Ely and Drummond. I believe he's going to run Drummond out, hit him with a little swing route. He has it to the 40, 45, 50 down the sidelines to the 40. Still his feet waiting on a block for Mingo, and he gets to the 25-yard line and then pushed out of bounds here on the near sideline at the 20. Three, A 35-yard gain for Ole Miss.
1: Snoop Conner would uh, pretty much cap off the scoring drive, giving Ole Miss a 17-6 to lead in the third quarter. Cal Nation's tick was good, and you feel like at this point Ole Miss might be able to get a little separation from Mississippi State, and they do. Goal
2: from the one, handoff, straight ahead, punching it across the goal line and into the end zone is Snoop Connor.
3: touchdown, Oh Miss. Is that a way to push, David. A big boy football, the Rebels obviously with tempo, didn't allow Mississippi State to get a call or even get set
1: up. After an Ole Miss punt, Mississippi State would get possession again and it would be the Sam Williams show. With the Rebels leading 17-6, Ole Miss stopped Mississippi State on fourth down and got possession to set up another Rebel score, but it was the Sam Williams show. And boy, is he fun to watch if you're a Rebel fan.
2: They got a little bunch set right by the tackle. Ball's on the left hash. Here's the snap. Here comes Williams. He hits Rodgers. Rodgers is in trouble. He puts him on the ground. Back at the 31-yard line. Only a three-man rush and Williams gets there. He's the all-time sack leader for the Rebels and he gets another one. Two receivers wide right. One of the left is Griffin. There's the snap. Here comes pressure. Roger steps up. He's hit from behind, and he's dropped to the 39-yard line. It's another sack for Mr. Sam
3: Williams. And guess where he came over, David, number 78, that right tackle. That's who we got to exploit. That's, they've done a great job. Sam's had two sacks in this quarter.
1: Once again, the Rebels would capitalize on stopping. Mississippi's fourth down, and Matt Corral would score. Inside the red zone, and the Rebels take another Big lead, 24-6 over Mississippi State.
2: Third and goal from the four-yard line. Snoops in the backfield, left shoulder of Corral. There's the snap. Corral, thinking about a quarterback draw. He takes it to the goal line. He breaks the plane. The Rebels score. Touchdown, Oh Miss.
3: Great. That's quarterback draw all the way, David. You spread them out. You had three receivers right, two left, and Matt just simply stepped back like he was going to toss it.
1: That score would come inside the fourth quarter, only 11-17 to go. The fourth quarter would have Mississippi State scoring 15 points uh, to Ole Miss's 14, but the deficit was too much to overcome. Mississippi State, on its next possession, once again, goes over on downs. As Will Rogers' pass is knocked down by Chance Campbell, Ole Miss takes possession and the chance to really cement this lead at 24-6. to But you have to really appreciate Mississippi State's guts. It's had a chance to. It has been down a number of games, and uh, they really fight back here. As the Rebels are intercepted, Matt Krause pass by Jed Johnson, returned for 48 yards to the Ole Miss 22, and Mississippi State would score its first touchdown of the game as Will Rogers connects with Jaden Wiley from 11 yards out. Nolan the kick, kick is good. Nolan McCord's kick is good. The lead cut from tw- to 24 to 13 with seven minutes and 20 seconds to go in the game. What feels it may get a little bit dicey? How about the Rebels? They do a nice job of getting down the field, scoring a touchdown to extend the lead to 31 13. And it was, and it was a nice pass from Matt Corral to Jaron Ely, 15-yard throw and catch. Matt Corral connects with Ely. The Kill Nation kick is good, and Ole Miss extends its lead over Mississippi State, 31 to 13.
2: And the Rebels will have it at the 15-yard line, first and 10 from there. There's the snap. And it's going to be a handoff and straight ahead to the five to the two to the one in the end zone is Jerry and Ely touchdown Oh Miss
3: quick snap David you had some you had some uh, motion going on stay confused at the line of scrimmage
1: Bulldogs wouldn't go down lightly as they would score with 227 to go into the game Jacobius Marks 11 yard run. Yeah, will rogers is two-point conversion pass makai polk is good cuts the lead uh, to, to 10 at 31 to 21 which is the final score but Ole miss like they've done uh like they did the entire game three onside kicks all recovered by Ole miss so uh, they did a great job of, of taking care of the ball turned it over on downs at the end of the game but t- uh, made mississippi state use all of its timeouts and uh Really ran a lot of time off the clock. State gets the ball back with a minute 19 to go down 10. Uh, they go to the length of the field, get down to the three. The clock runs out, and Ole Miss comes away with a win over Mississippi State, 31-21. to
2: Going to have the rush. Will Rogers steps up. He wants to run. He's going to try to get there, and he's going to be down at the three-yard line, and the game comes to a grinding halt. Ole Miss, 31, Mississippi State, 21. The Rebels have won the 2021 Egg Bowl.
1: And with the win, Ole Miss now 10-2 on the season, 6-2 and in the conference. Uh, number nine going in in the college football playoff. We'll see how far the Rebels go up. Mississippi State will finish the season 7-5, and 4-4 and 4 in the conference. And Mississippi State, we'll see where the Bulldogs end up. Uh, I think uh, from all the, the prognosticators are saying that the Duke's Mayo Bowl might be a destination for MSU, uh, I think that the opportunity is maybe the Liberty uh, once again. Or you maybe get a Florida Bowl. It could be an opportunity. Mississippi State goes to a bowl in Florida, or possibly Brian Hayden said on this program with a loss, MSU could go to the Texas Bowl. That would be a fun trip. So uh, definitely a bowl game in the cards for Mississippi State. Another post game. I'm sorry, another postseason game for Mississippi State. And the good news for both these programs is you get a lot of younger players that get that free practice availability. So you almost have, almost have like a second season another spring practice, uh, all that time you get to practice for the bowl. Rebels victorious in the Egg Bowl, and we appreciate you going along for the ride with us. Once again, a ton of content on Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. Again, 75% off an annual subscription right now, and it's a ton of content and as we know, recruiting is right around the corner, and there are some prospects right now that Ole Miss is hot and heavy on. Be sure and uh, log on to Inside the Rebels and check it all out today. During this Thanksgiving holiday, we want to thank one of our presenting sponsors at Bet Online. Be sure and head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus. Be sure and use that promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your bonus today. It was a fun one down in Starkville. If you're an Ole Miss fan, the Rebels, once again, beat Mississippi State. They're 2-0 against the Bulldogs the last two years, and that game will return to Oxford next year. But the Rebels got the best of the Bulldogs, 31-21, and Ole Miss will look to see where it heads for the postseason. Is it peach, is it sugar, or does the Fiesta sneak in? A lot of fun coming up for Ole Miss. We'll have all the content for you in a big week next week on our podcast a couple of big guests coming up so i know you'll be excited about that once again thank you it uh it's been a lot of fun this year and i had a chance to take a picture of of the stadium at scott field and also a picture of the stadium at at Ole miss after i finished writing and it was empty both places and I'm, i'm just grateful that i can cover college football and i'm grateful i can do a podcast i'm grateful for you for listening to it so tell a friend i appreciate it we'll talk to you very soon Right here. Now, the Believe in Omas podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network.
0: You've been listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad BradLoganCOTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the Pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network.